Warning, some things in our podcast may not be suitable for everyone. We talk about cults and murders, and due to the nature of our podcast, may use harsh language at times. Viewer's discretion is advised. And also, we can't pronounce anything. Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Cults and Crime. I am one of your hosts, Jamie. And I'm your other host, Nicole. And today I am bringing you what could possibly be the weirdest cult yet. What do you mean the weirdest? Oh, we'll get there. Don't you guys worry. Today, I'm going to be talking about the Church of Euthanasia. The church whose headline was, Save the World, Kill Yourself. The Church of Euthanasia was founded in 1992 by a software developer and DJ, Chris Coda. Corda was a somewhat interesting childhood that would lead her to start the church, and that would be known as the only anti-human church at the time. According wait, to wait, Coda, wait, 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 anti-human? Well, to be fair, their slogan was, save the world, kill yourself. According to Coda, she was always disenfranchised with humanity, and she grew up during a time in the United States where we were really starting to take stock of how we were affecting the environment. Multiple scientists have come out with research to show how harmful society and humanity in general was on the Earth, and especially how overpopulation leads to environmental harm. This led Corda to become an environmentalist and a techno DJ. Techno was very countercultural at the time, and that's what really drew her to this. She also joined the drag scene and came out as trans in 1991. This all put Corda at the edge of society. She never really felt like she fit in anywhere. And the more she felt apart from society, the more she believed that humanity was the problem. She believed humanity was out of balance with the world, and the only way to put the world back was a massive voluntary extinction event. Yeah, but the question comes from, how could you voluntarily, or how are you going to get people to voluntarily force to extinct themselves? That was one of the ten- main tenets of this cult, and they had quite a few people that, at the very least, were interested in the idea. So this dream of this mass voluntary extinction event led her to have led Corda to have a dream, and this dream would really truly lead to the creation of the Church of Euthanasia. According to Coda, she was confronted by an alien intelligence known as the Being who speaks for the inhabitants of the Earth and other dimensions. The being warned that our planet's ecosystem was failing, and that our leaders denied it. The being asked why our leaders lied to us, and why so many of us believed their lies. Koda awoke from the dream, moaning the church's infamous slogan, Save the planet, kill yourself. All this can be found on the church's website that is still active to this day. According to Koda, she woke up and immediately wrote down the words of the being. These words would be the foundation of the organization and would lead to the church's four pillars, which I know you're going to have something to say about. So let me try to get through all four before you say anything, okay? I will try my hardest. (laughs) The first pillar was suicide. Next was abortion, cannibalism, and sodomy. All right, can I comment now? (laughs) Yeah. What the hell? Okay, so I guess you're going on the premise of kill yourself, save everybody else, but why sodomy? That doesn't even fit into the realm of what she wants. So according to the church, sodomy was any sexual act that wasn't for procreation. 
and they can only cannibalize human bodies if they are already dead. Oh, well, that's just so nice. On the church's website, they have detailed instructions on how to break down a human body into, and I quote, serviceable, serviceable choice cuts of meat. You're joking. I am honestly not. In e- underneath those instructions, there's a recipe for Bob's Arson's White Devil Dinka Dao Motherfucka Barbecue Sauce, which is apparently the perfect marinade for human meat. Stop. I'm going to post the recipe on our Instagram at Cults and Crime Pod, but I wanted to point out how the church believed in strict vegetarianism, but the recipe calls for beef bouillon. Well, also, they say it's okay to eat another human, which I'm not an expert in vegetarianism, but <laughs> seems to break that one. See, a lot of the churches, like tenets or their pillars, were for attention grabbing. But if you looked at them, they're actually kind of normal. If you took them to a way lower extent, you know what I mean? So what's the lower the church extent promoted of cannibalism? Vegetarianism. They only gave cannibalism as an option to those who still wanted to eat meat. But ma- mainly, if you look at their website, they really promote, they really just promote vegetarianism. So they really loved getting attention, and sh- since she was a D-Day, she made several songs. One of the songs that promoted cannibalism was called The Flesh Dance. <laughs> the lyrics are, eat, 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 flesh, 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 flesh. Cow, chicken, pig, human, cow, chicken, pig, human, what's the difference? So you're telling me a award-winning song. Oh, absolutely not. I can't express enough that this is not good music. And maybe it's because I'm not into techno or something, but I did not enjoy it. So the church had these four pillars that they, you know, really talked about, but they also had, in my opinion, a fifth pillar, and that was to grab attention. Corder was a big fan of deism. It's an avant-garde art movement. The movement we use as an art form as a form of protest. Often they use grotesque or just absolutely absurd pieces in order to grab attention. Pieces include... So I'm going to describe some pieces. One, two, both of them are from a guy named Marcel de Champ. One was Mona Lisa, but it was a man with complete with a beard. And another was a urinal where he entitled it Fountain. Well, that's not, like, too obscene, right? Well, a lot of people, you know... See, it's not that it's obscene exactly, and there are worse ones that are a little bit more gory. I just thought those ones were funny. I will say the Middle East with the beard is funny. Um, to be fair, like, the urinal just entitled Fountain, also kind of funny. So, Corda used the idea of dataism to form both her cult and the group's actions. In 1996, they had a counter-protest against anti-abortion activists near Boston. They held signs outside the clinic that said, Fuck breeding. Sperm-free cunts for the earth. Fetuses are for scrapping. Depressed? Commit spermicide. Make love, not babies. No kid, no labor. Love the earth, tiger tubes. And feeling maternal, adopt. So all that is extremely offensive, other than the last one, but still offensive. 
Well, their whole, so to be, the only way to be a part of the church was to say that you weren't going to procreate. That was the only barrier for entry. And that's male and female-like? Yeah. Um, so Corda was originally born male and transitioned into a female, which is why I refer to them as female, because I respect people's choices and it's not my place to judge. So the movement itself is very, like, gender-neutral. They called anyone who wanted to be called, like, you got to pick, if you were part of the church, you got to pick your own title. Like, you could be a reverend or you could be, you know, a priest. It's just depending on what you wanted to be. So they really didn't go too far into, like, gender identities in the church, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So that wasn't their only protest. During the Christmas of 1995, they started the, they started the first suicide assistance hotline. The slogan was, reach out and kill yourself. The church rented a billboard with red letters, and the billboard read, Suicide Assistant Hotline, helping you every step of the way. The billboard was right on the highway, and understandably, the locals were furious. Well, also, that's, it's just grotesque. I, like, I can understand where they're coming from with the overpopulation, because it's something that I've thought about, you know, especially in larger cities, how we just have too many people to sustain it. But the idea, can you imagine just a vulnerable person seeing that? Like someone who was thinking about committing suicide or someone who was really depressed. And there's literally an organization that's telling you, you're right, the world would be better off without you. Well, these people, you know, these people are suffering from something. They're going through so much. And to, you know, to make it worse by doing this, it's, it's horrible. It's disgusting. Is what well, it's it almost is. like it's almost like you're taking it. You're taking advantage of a vulnerable person. It's exactly what they did. So that wasn't their only protest. In 1997, they created a fake organization called the Boston Fertility Task Force. According to Vice, they proceeded to use in real use. It, okay, according to Vice, they proceeded to use it to draw real life pro-life protesters out to a completely invented protest for fecal trafficking at a sperm bank in Boston. They also put up posters around town claiming that Courtney Love would be at the sperm bank to be inseminated on the day of the protest. And they showed up to find nuns fingering rosary beads and teens waiting around to see Courtney Love outside the building. At which point they unveiled a two-story tall penis puppet that they ran through traffic towards the building and ejaculated pseudosperm into the front of the building. I don't understand why. Why? Just to get attention. Everything they did was just to get attention. Like, I don't agree with their methods at all. Like, but overpopulation is a problem. I am myself vegetarianism, so I understand encouraging people not to eat meat. All of those things to me are understandable. But the way they went about it, it was more like someone trying to become famous. Or, I guess, infamous. Yeah, definitely. The same year, the group appeared on Jerry Springer. Nicole, Jerry Springer! Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. So the episode was entitled, I Want to Join a Suicide Cult, where they tried to get a depressed teen to join the organization after her boyfriend broke up with her after she told him she didn't want to have children. A.K.A. taking advantage of a depressed minor and trying to get him to commit suicide. Again, disgusting. Yeah, I... It's one of those things where it's like, how could that be legal? And on national television. 
So at this point, probably a lot of you are wondering where the church got its money from. To be a member, all you had to do was promise to not procreate, no money involved. The church did make a lot of its money off donations and selling bumper stickers with slogans that you guys will all probably recognize, like, eat people, not animals, and thank you for not breeding. The group was also taxed exempt because they were an educational institute. The government denied them church status for years, but eventually allowed them to become tax exempt as an educational, since they did teach about contraceptives and safe sex practices. Their website even has links on places to buy emergency contraceptives and how to have safe sex. So they kind of did educate people in that way. But also on the same page is a detailed guide on how to kill yourself. So, you know, don't understand how that's an educational institute. But hey, the government is the government. Who am I to tell them what should be or should not be tax exempt? So they had a really large goal of keeping humans from breeding to an overpopulation. A large part of the group's philosophy was to commit suicide, but even Corda never did it. According to the group's website, killing yourself isn't a requirement for joining, stating, of course you don't have to kill yourself. If you really want to though, wait until after you've joined the church. That way you can automatically become a saint without any additional paperwork. Don't forget to leave a note thanking and or blaming the church and feel free to will us your estate if you have one. So, one, how fucked up, but what the hell is all you can kind of say, right? Like, what the hell? Why? How is this legal? Like, it was, you know, it was 1997. So the laws were a lot different. I don't think people even had the idea that you could convince someone to commit suicide. Like, right now we have that one case where the girl texted her boyfriend to get her to commit, to get him to commit suicide. You know what I'm talking about? Michelle Carter. Yeah, exactly. There was a whole documentary about it. By the way, the documentary is mind-blowing. You guys should all check it out if you haven't seen it yet. I loved it. And I think it really changes your opinion on how the case is, for sure. Yes, but let's not get too sidetracked. Agreed. (laughs) So, you know, so that case was landmark in proving that you can convince someone to commit suicide. So I really don't think there was a legal precedent for it before then. So on the same page, the group gives a link with instructions on how to kill yourself. Luckily, there's only been one death associated with the cult. In 2003, a woman in Missouri was found dead lying next to a printout from the Church of Euthanasia. The church was threatened with manslaughter charges, but they never went through. Because like I said previously, I honestly don't think there was any legal precedent. Any budding lawyers or actual lawyers want to email us or send us a DM and let me know about that? I am not a law expert, but I would really like to know. Us both, really. (laughs) So because of this, they did take the suicide directions off their website, but instead they put a link to another website where they had suicide instructions. So Corda did not appear to be remorseful from these actions, and she continued to get more and more brash and just outrageous with her actions. Well, why would she, you know, why would she be? She's not gotten in any trouble for all these suicide instructions and links to suicide instructions. Why stop there? The church's website's like, it's running today. It's so annoying because on the left side, there's like a counter for how much the is the population is right now. But the counter only goes up. Like it completely ignores the fact that people die every day. So but it's just all about hype. That, which is a lot of like, They have good points. There is population in big cities. Like, overpopulation is a real thing. 
Like, personally, I think the environment, like, as humans, we could be a lot nicer to the environment. But, like, instead of being like, hey, let's have reasonable discussions with people, because people are reasonable, and if you give them the correct information, we'll, you know, agree with you and try to do stuff about it. No, let's be absolutely extreme and just try to kill ourselves. Exactly. Like, we got recycling bins. Like, I'm originally from California, and almost the entirety of California, you have recycling bins. Almost mandatory. And that happened because someone was worried about the environment and did something useful about it. Instead of, you know, encouraging poor people who just are upset and hurt into committing suicide. It's just ridiculous to me. But, I, you know, we're talking about them to this day, so in some way, like, it's being talked about, I guess. So the next part I'm going to talk about is going to be really difficult for a lot of you guys to hear, especially if you're an American. It has to do with 9-11. So if that's something you're really sensitive to, you might want to skip the rest of the episode. In December 2001, Quarter released a music video entitled I Like to Watch. Stop. The video was Quarter's own techno music, and the images were a mixture of porn, sports, and real footage from when the planes hit during 9-11. That is absolutely disgusting. It, like, September, October, November, December, like three months later... Like, it's not one of those things where, like, oh, I wasn't alive, so I don't realize what a big, tragic loss it was. Three months later. No, this sick human being, that's all she is, this sick human being thought, oh, this has hype, I'll do this. That's, it's just disgusting. The first responders that passed away, the people working in the tower, the people that are still suffering today that have gotten cancer from the towers, and it's just, and to use that as hype for a music video hype for your stupid ass fucking cause excuse my language it's just ridiculous yeah nicole's fiance is a first responder which is why she's getting real heavy with it like but i'm sure a lot of you guys are feeling the same exact way because it's unforgivable it's disgusting so when someone called her out for this just disgusting display she said and i'm gonna quote her because i don't believe any of this and i don't want anyone to think this is me saying this because it's out there so she said, politically, it felt good to see Americans die for a change. There was a sense of justice, of the chickens coming home to roost. In gender terms, the huge gash made by the plane was obviously female. I had witnessed the Freudian drama on a national scale. Americans' penis had been turned into a vagina. I am literally so angry right now. How are you looking back at that action? And thinking, I did the right thing here because it felt good to watch people die. Like, how sick do you have to be? You have to be, one, a absolute horrible person. Agreed. And two, obviously have a severe mental illness. Or, like, there's something not right with this person. And I really, I honestly do try not to judge. And like I said, like, the other stuff with the cult... Like, I can, I can get behind, you know, being a vegetarian, trying to stop overpopulation, worrying about the vi- environment, you know, lobbying for environmental changes with the government. I can get behind that. But to take a tragedy, like, a, take a tragedy like that, look on, like, watch the news, watch people crying and in pain and hurt, and three months later, turn it into a music video? Like... You, like, you're insane. You must be insane. 
So the group is still semi-active to this day. And their website is where I got most of my information for this episode. And Corda will still talk to anyone who will listen about how suicide is the only answer. Wait, they're still alive? Exactly. She never committed suicide. Even though she prostitutes herself as this suicide awareness person pro-suicide. So on her website, they have like a Q&A and someone asked her, like, why haven't you killed yourself? And she said, I'll kill myself when I feel like it. Suicide is optional. Capitalize the optional. Optional for yourself, but not anybody else? No, she, the whole church's, like, all their whole thing was, it's optional suicide. They want people to volunteer for it. Their whole thing was getting people to agree to volunteer to be sui- to commit suicide. It kind of just seems like she just wants to be famous and she doesn't care where it comes from. I, I almost don't want to say this is a cult, more so as a sick fanatic that just wants fame. And I don't want to give her any more time than she deserves because she doesn't deserve anything. Well, let me finish this quote and then we can just be done with this person forever. I hope so. So the rest of the quote goes, Maybe if people stopped having so many babies... We could build a compassionate, sustainable future, and I wouldn't want to kill myself anymore. Just kidding. Wow. Ha ha ha. Hilarious. Um, so another just crazy thing the cult did, they ran a Unabomber for President campaign. Again, this this seems all hype. It doesn't seem and I could be wrong, and you know, I'm I often am, to be honest. <laughs> But it just seems like she just wants attention. It doesn't seem like she really wants everyone to commit suicide, or she would probably done it herself if she was so concerned with the planet. And that's what she really felt in her heart of hearts was the one thing that's going to save the planet. She probably would have done it herself, but no. She makes these giant claims to the world, and then she does all these buzzwords and all these things to irritate people, to get this huge reaction and it's all for fame for herself probably is what it seems like well so it's what really well one of the things that really really annoys me with this group is their whole thing is like voluntary suicide we want people to voluntary voluntarily commit suicide when a voluntary extinction event but then you say unabomber for president and like their whole thing about wanting him to be present was that he ended lives and that he was counterculture and was like fighting the government. And that he, because he killed people and threatened to kill people and threatened, you know, to kill more lives unless they, you know, posted his manifesto, they like were like super happy about it and like were really supporting him for it. And that's why they wanted him to be president. So it's like, how can you say you're about voluntary suicide when realistically you're sitting there being like, congratulations for killing people. We want you to be president because you did that. Like, that's ridiculous. Which, Come on. again, isn't suicide. And again, you're supporting a disgusting human being. Congratulations. Yeah. Like, the groups... So a lot of people, like, are kind of on the fence about whether or not this was an actual church or a religion or even a cult. And trying to make a point with their art and there was an avant-garde art thing. But... I hope that's not true. The only way in my mind I can like rectify actions that I find so deplorable is if it's your religious belief. Um, I, I guess it's like, I have this huge respect for human life and I feel like everybody's life is special and beautiful and you're all, everyone's meant to be here. 
But anybody that feels like you're not meant to be here, you're meant to be here. Your life is important. And anybody, and I don't care about your religious belief, I really don't. Your life is important. And anybody that tells you that your life isn't is a disgusting person. So I think we should, that's a great note to end it on. I couldn't lend it on anything better. So if you got, you or anyone you know is suffering with thoughts of suicide or wanting to commit suicide or complete suicide, call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. The number is 1-800-273-8255. It's available 24 hours a day. And if you Google National Suicide Hotline, there's even an online chat option. There is so many options and I guarantee there's so many people that are just happy that you're alive right now. And And we're one of them. And we are. Like, if you guys have these problems, please reach out to someone. A friend, a family member, a co-worker, or an anonymous stranger online. Because I guarantee, no matter what's going on in your life, there's some way we can get past it. And I think people were more compassionate and listened better. There wouldn't be the cult, the Church of Euthanasia. Okay, guys, so that's the end of the cult of euthanasia. This cult was awful and in some ways the worst cult we've covered so far. I agree. Um, I will be posting a lot of their protest pictures on our Instagram as well as that marinade recipe I told you guys about. So make sure you check us out at Cults and Crime Pod on Instagram. And we will be talking about a crime next week. So make sure you guys tune in for that. We release episodes every Monday. Yeah, I hope you guys do tune in. And hopefully I won't be as angry as I am right now, Jamie. (laughs) Well, I guess go have a glass of wine about it. I really will have to. (laughs) Okay, guys. See you next week. See you next week, guys. Production by Jamie. Production and editing by Nicole. Our intro music is Wrong by Dan Hennig. Our background music is In Albany, New York by the 129ers.